Does that make sense? Like, really, guys, does that make sense? Podcast. Recording now, so it's on. Thank you for checking out the podcast. We're not sure what the name going to be. This might be on the Does That Make Sense. This might be on something different. But I got my man that I knew since when? Since fifth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. <laughs> that Miss Greer? Miss Greer, <laughs> yeah. Central East. Hey, Miss Greer. What's Miss Greer? Miss Greer was an AKA, too. I remember them yeah, colors. I remember that. <laughs> she wouldn't let you forget it. I remember that. But Miss Greer, fifth grade. was Damn, fifth grade. My daughter's in fourth grade. Yeah, that's like 20 years, 20 years, my man, my man Nell here, how you feeling? I'm good, man, thanks for having me. Nah, 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 I appreciate you coming by. So, we've been talking, we've been talking off air, talking about a lot of, a lot of different things. So, reason we got together is because every time we talk, we end up talking for like two, three hours, Indeed. just, just about everything. I think the last time we talked, you were telling me how to... How the Chinese people was um not the Chinese people the the the, the Asian people cancel already last the the Asian people was at the store when you went in there when you wasn't buying nothing like you knew them personally like you you had a relationship with them outside yeah. of outside of the uh outside of the store then when you went in there to campaign for something to yeah. ask them for some money yeah. they said I don't speak no yeah. English. <laughs> Yeah, so it was a store in the Southwest, and I worked at a recreational center. I won't name it. But a lot of the kids, everybody from the neighborhood goes to the store. Mm-hmm. So I would go there down there myself and like, asking them questions, just talking to them. Everybody spoke English. Um, and one day I went into a campaign for like maybe $200 donation just to buy some T-shirts for the basketball program. And I was going to put their name on the back. Once I started talking that money stuff, he was like, uh, started speaking uh, whatever languages it is. And he was like, I, I was just shocked. I'm like... You in our community, everybody comes here, the kids call you pop, call your wife mom, so you connected, and I just felt some type of way that you never, that you said you didn't want to make a donation, because you told me you didn't speak English. So it's been like, uh, I want to say, it happened in 2017. That's how tight they are. You know, you notice, I noticed one thing, one other thing too, man. If you order from the Chinese store and on DoorDash or Uber Eats, uh-huh. it's one of them dropping it off, yo. It makes sense. It makes sense. It's like, we got this, yo. Keep take, the money connected, yo. Keep, keep it in the circle. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm not mad at it, but I'm like, I don't have to mess with you because of this. Because it's like, if you just want to take from the community and you don't want to get nothing back, mm-hmm. I'm cool off you. They don't see no value in, in giving back to us, though. Absolutely not. Because if you, if you give us some value and you give back to mm-hmm. us, Eventually, potentially, we can come buy your store or make a store right across the street from it, and then we get competition. You, you, you know what was crazy, right? I know everything going on in Russia right now. What um, I seen something that Putin said about African people, right? Uh-huh. He was like, Africa would never become its own country, or because they look at the European standard for everything. It's like you guys, you guys want to talk about Africa, like the different countries in Africa. They was talking about like. You guys look up to the European standards, so instead of keeping everything in house, what you guys do is when you get money, you buy a house in Paris, or you go, you go, take your trip out somewhere else. You spend your money somewhere else. You buy, you buy stuff o- overseas instead of spending your money and keeping your money the in Africa. Ice is colder. Yeah, we, but we've always been taught that. So when we when we get some money, we figure we have to go to other places that have money, right? 
mm-hmm. can't stay in our community because what's going to happen? If I see you have a BMW, nice house, or like you could, it could be the same row home, but you just designed it, you gutted it out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he got something. I need that. It's a messed up way to think, but I can only I can only take from people in my community. So if we just stole their ideas, right, and utilize that network like they did and been in our own community, mm-hmm. we would we would thrive. But we come from, in my opinion, we come from a place of struggle, mm-hmm. just trying to make ends meet. So we robbing Peter to pay Paul. So I really can't group together. Because if you don't have nothing and I don't have nothing, if we get together, guess what we got? Double nothing. <laughs> so it's just the, the mindset isn't there. And sometimes we don't know how to like sit back and be like, not the leader, but just a person that's participating, yeah. a role player. Yeah. So he, I think, I don't know what he said in totality, but he might be right in a, in a capacity. I think now with like the emergence of social media and the networking that we have, we the younger generation is getting like, okay, we can link up, mm-hmm. we can do A, B, C, and D. But I think for some of the older, like I want to say, like maybe like thirty-seven and up, they still have that old mindset that their parents poured into them. What do like, you what? do it by yourself? At thirty-seven? Yeah. Got to think where their parents came from. Like my dad has always taught me to save money, mm-hmm. save, save, save. It wasn't until like I started meeting people who had money. Like, what you saving it for? Take that money out, do something with it. Then you make more money, and then from that, potentially maybe you can save some money, or you can take the money that you made, yeah, and flip it into something else. Yeah, we've always been taught to hold on to it because you never know when you're gonna need it. But when 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 back then, right back then, when when like your father and everybody was growing up, like my parents was saving, it made it made sense, right? I'm not saying is is you, you yes you're supposed to save you're supposed to have that emergency fund set aside if anything happens right but once you got that it's like what am I holding on to my money for because I'm I'm a person that's gonna take a risk on anything right because yeah, I'm a bet on myself no matter what at the end of the day I'm gonna put okay if it's if it's a if it's a model I'm a, like if I I'm not gonna say I'm jumping on any opportunity but if I look at it and it makes sense and it and it's something that that really doesn't take too much of my time. I'm a, I'm gonna try it out, right? Like if it's like, let's say if somebody called me, yo, be um, yo, check out this cryptocurrency, right? Like I got people that that's heavy on crypto that know the ones that's gonna boom and all that stuff. So, yo, check out this cryptocurrency. I'm gonna send it to you. All right, I'm gonna put a couple hundred dollars in there real quick and, and see how. If I lose it, I lose it. If I if I if I win, great. If I lose it, I don't care. At least I tried it, right? I'm not gonna tell everybody about it, but it's like even like Dogecoin and the other one that popped off. I knew about it like probably three, four, five months before everybody started calling me, like, yo, you gotta get on this, you got mm-hmm. I was like, yo, kinda late. But peep this though. Mm-hmm. Let's say you don't have the extra hundred dollars to throw away mm-hmm. or to invest. Mm-hmm. So the mentality shifted somewhere in your life of like, yo, I can take this hundred dollars and flip it or invest it. Mm-hmm. But you might have somebody well off or working like a minimum wage job where they can't afford to take that risk. Mm-hmm. Where they're really living paycheck to paycheck. You know I used to help people with their budgets. I did this one lady budget, she was operating in a deficit. Dang. And I'm looking at her budget like, Well what can we cut out here? She had nothing to cut out. Yeah. So if I have nothing to cut out and I can't acquire more money and I can utilize my extra time 
to go get a second job or do something else. But now, who's going to watch my, my child? So, what did you advise her to do, or you just told her to... I told her to sell crack. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, no, all joking aside, I mean, I, I said, like, you got to cut some corners right here. Like, you got to do... You have to do something. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, maybe, like, you might have to sacrifice one month. And instead of getting this, like, your hair done, like, yo, just get some braids in there. Like, something that's long-term, like... You gotta find somewhere, but it was hard, bro. And like, I'm looking at her budget, and like, we weren't even in that stage where we were talking about the things that, like, the clothing that she wanted. We were just talking about bills. She was operating in a mm-hmm. deficit. So, like, for her, like, my only option, like, yo, you, you have to get a second job. You have to do something. And it was tough. Single parent, child support can't get any of that from her boyfriend or the father of her child because he's in prison. So, like, sometimes the deck is stacked against you, and you gotta figure out how to how to maneuver, but I'm not making excuses. Sometimes it's just super tough. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's tough. Like, what can you do when you just operate in a deficit but all the time? How 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 I see it, right? You you can't be, op- operate in a deficit, right? So there's, there's a few things that comes with that, okay. right? So how I look at it is your mindset, right? So are, is your mindset on the world is against me? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't figure out how to, what's stopping you from trying to get a, a better paying job, okay. right? What's stopping you from trying to make more money? What's stopping you from, all right, are, are you, you, are you, do you like to cook? Or are you been making platters? Like you, like, are you, you sell, sell, sell his, his uh, clothes that don't fit him no more or something like that, right? Yeah. So there's ways that people, you would, it, it's a sacrifice that you got to do. It's thinking outside the box, yes. but it's really about that right because if you look at it like yo damn i just got my check damn what the like what what's gonna happen next like am i gonna be able to when you start asking them am i going to be able then it's gonna be like no i'm not gonna be able but if you ask, how am i gonna be able to add extra money into my life or how i'm gonna be able to change my situation yeah. when once you start asking different questions those different answers are gonna come up of course so it's like i get it me saying it it's like uh, but I I understand like people be struggling. We all was struggling before. I was struggling before. I was I was living paycheck to paycheck before. I was in a situation where it was like, yo, my bills is higher than how much money I'm getting. Yeah. And I was like a grown adult with kids, and I'm like, exactly. what? Like, <laughs> you, you gotta figure it out. Yeah. Like, but you know that that light went on in your head, like, yo, I gotta make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And I hope. Now looking back at it, because I still stay in contact with it, she did make that adjustment, but it was like circumstantial. Like she just found a, a better paying job, yeah. and even like she's, I want to say she's a little bit above water, but she's not far from where we where we started there, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to say sometimes just the networking, and I, I don't think all the times we had the belief that we can just do this, right? Wow. Like even where I, even the position I position I'm in today at work, yeah. Sometimes I think I suffer from imposter syndrome. Like I shouldn't be doing this. Explain imposter syndrome for someone that doesn't know. So imposter syndrome is when you're functioning in a job or... Yeah, when you're functioning in a job and, like, you are qualified, but you don't feel like it. Mm. Like, you feel like you're there just, like, you're feeling like a number, like a placeholder. Mm. And you're not certain if you're doing it right. Like, yesterday, I'll keep it a buck with you. We had our, like, 360 peer review, and I had to select three people that worked with me. And, like, I I ain't gonna hold you. I dropped a tear because, like, I was suffering, like... Am I doing this the right way? Because I don't automatically get feedback from my boss all the time. Mm-hmm. 
So it was like when I was getting a report from my peers, like, yo, he's doing a great job. He breaks things down in real life scenarios so we can understand it. And it makes my job easier. Like, I drive a little to like, okay, I am on the right path. Mm-hmm. Even though I've been in this role for two years as a manager, but you really don't know what you're doing. Like, unless somebody's telling you, giving you feedback. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, I think I suffer from that. Like, even today, like, somebody sent me an email saying, hey, I want to do A, B, C, and D. And I had to thank for it. Like, it's 6 o'clock. I'm like, I'm not a developer. But no, you can't do this because A, B, C, and D. But it came to me. And when I read it back, I'm like, yo, you, you know you're good. You've been doing this for seven <laughs> years now. <laughs> like the imposter syndrome so it, it it creeps up from time to time but I think a lot of us especially in in roles where we just aren't accustomed to uh-huh. suffer from that and I think it's I made this up so you can't google it something called <laughs> box syndrome right box where, box syndrome where you're only exposed to about probably anywhere from five to ten jobs when you grow up right uh-huh. so if you're fortunate enough to have both parents in your household you see what your mom and your dad does see what your aunt and your uncle does. You see a teacher every day, the firefighter, the cop, the septic bus driver, the postal service worker, and probably something on TV. So you're exposed to 10 jobs, right? Uh-huh. And you're going through life operating like, okay, I can acquire these 10 jobs because I see people with my close network doing this stuff or they look like me doing this. It's very rare when you see somebody like in, in the Philadelphia, like you see a black doctor. How many black doctors do you know? How many black dermatologists do you know? You don't know a lot. So when you're reaching out for that knowledge, you just can't, you don't know how to attain it. So like now, the kids can Google anything. Hey, what, do you, what are the requirements to become a doctor? But when we were growing up, it was really word of mouth. Yeah. If you had a career day, you got to ask those questions. If you didn't, you If you took that serious too at that time. Yeah. Because, for example, like me, my parents was all about like, yo, getting the healthcare, healthcare, healthcare. Because, you know, his Haitians... They coming from somewhere else, so they see that healthcare is where you make money, mm-hmm. become a nurse. So they're thinking, yo, do something with health. That's where yeah. you're going to make all your money from. Yeah. So like you said, you see those certain jobs. I've seen a mechanic, uh, my dad working in a factory, my mom's a, a, a nurse. That's the three jobs I was around. Yeah, and you think that's, un- subconsciously, you think that's the only thing you can attain, right? Yeah. So I'm going to work in this factory, or I'm going to be a nurse. Yeah. I can be a teacher. But then you realize teachers don't make that much money. Mm-hmm. Am I going to be back in the same position? Like, mm-hmm. the world has changed from what our parents know. Like, oh, well, a teacher's a good job. But, okay, back going to school in, like, the 80s, maybe your tuition was, like, $3,000. <laughs> like, everything. Tuition, yeah. room and board, $3,000. Yeah. But now, like, going to going to school is, like, 40000 a year, depending Easy. on where you go. Easy. Out of state is more. Mm-hmm. So, when you don't have that... New I, Mexico, New Mexico is doing free school for everybody. All right, so free college. This gonna sound crazy, so let's think about that, right? <laughs> I do think everybody need everybody if they have the opportunity to go, uh-huh. go to college. It's a great experience. Mm-hmm. It's a great networking opportunity. So let's say today, we have a demand of a hundred thousand jobs in like let's say development or banking, whatever example okay. you want to use, right? So I say, hey, I am the starting salary for the. the for this role is a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, right? Because we don't have a lot of people to do this certain uh, job, so we open up college for everybody. That price is really going to drive down because now I have more applicants than I have jobs available. So you really can't dictate the market. Same thing uh, with houses right now. Same thing with houses. So you're saying when they open up, when, when they open up, when they open up the um, free tuition. 
free tuition. When they when they open up the free tuition, the uh, the job, the job job market shrink. Job market is gonna go down. So the cost of where the amount of money that people are gonna be making is gonna go down. Yeah. Uh, but you can't dic- you can't dictate your salary. Mm-hmm. We know just using basketball because it's on in the background. Yeah. We know there's only twelve slots on that team. Yeah. So you got to be the elite, top tier elite. Mm-hmm. Right, you're gonna make two hundred million. Then there's gonna be people that, that fall behind it. But you know there's a salary for you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't fit that criteria, guess what? Another job you got to go to. So there's there's space in it, but there's there's also not space in it. So like the more you have, the more applicants you have, the more the the job owner can dictate that price. Like if you're a consultant, let's say years ago you were when the when the internet first started, yeah, you were like a, a IT specialist. You can kind of dictate the market. It's only seven of us. Yeah. It's 30 jobs out here. Apple's offering me 200000 to start. Microsoft's offering me two hundred five, And this other job is going to offer me two fifty. But I'm going to tell you I'll do it for two sixty. dollars mm-hmm. They got to take it. They got to meet you somewhere. But if you have seven job openings and you have 30 applicants, I can kind of dictate the price. But but it's still it still works out better, though, in the long run. It should. It should work out better for the for the if we talking about the economy and all that type of stuff that they be trying to trying to spew, but it kind it's kind of crazy that everything not everything but a lot of the stuff Trump said man is coming it's coming to life. It's like they keep I keep seeing a clip on on my Instagram I don't know if it's on your algorithms I keep seeing him on the podium saying. Yo, when Biden gets in the office, your your gas price is gonna go five dollars, six dollars, seven dollars, and then you're gonna be like, I'm a, I don't need this. I'm gonna sell the car. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think what Trump was, he was a little bit of a truth teller. Like he was getting. That's why I didn't like him. Yeah, because he was telling them what it was. Like, hey, this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. And yeah, I didn't like everything that he said. I didn't like a vast majority of it. But you know, I kind of go back and forth. Like even with Biden, we're gonna give Ukraine two twelve billion dollars for relief. But we got problems here. It's the that Ukraine situation, right? right? I understand how how people feel about like somebody invading the. I dug a little bit deeper into it, right? Than what the media is is saying mm-hmm. and what they're telling us. Because every time when they when they're painting a picture, I want to see why they're trying to paint this picture, right? Or like what's the other end of the spectrum, right? Because now they're painting this picture of Putin is like. Mr. Evil, Doctor yeah. Evil, and he's the worst person in in the, in the world. Yeah. Literally, the worst person in the world. Why does I never seen the whole world come together on one thing before? Like everyone cut off everything from this country. Like what is like what is what is so bad, right? So what what makes it what makes a few things interesting in that in that scenario is like with Russia. What what what? So Ukraine was about to was about to become part of NATO, right? Uh-huh. And what NATO NATO is an ally with America, yeah. right? So it's similar to if Russia were to set up a because in in uh if if they become part of NATO, that means whoever's in NATO can have army bases in those countries, right? Yeah. So that means U.S. is going to have an army base in Ukraine right at Russia's border, yeah. right? So that's like if 
Russia were to come set up shop in Canada or Mexico, right? So it's like they're not gonna let that happen. When Russia did that with with Cuba, U.S. we dropped bombs on on Cuba when uh I believe we if, if we dropped bombs on Cuba when when uh when when Russia when Russia was, and Cuba was working together. I gotta look it up to see exactly what happened, but I think that's the case, yo. I mean, it could be, but to me. And I'm not as and not as knowledgeable about the situation as you are. To me, it was like, for what reason? Like, I understand it, like when mm-hmm. you broke it down. But I understand, like, oh, so you gonna set up art? I, you know, I got beef with him. So why yes. you gonna let him come over here? Yes, exactly. I know he gonna stay in the other room. <laughs> but this is the part that I'm at it too. Exactly. It makes sense. Okay, cool. But then, like, what's what's the ultimate beef? We have one Earth, right? Let's say we do have like a nuclear war. Oh, so you're going Mother Earth on us. Yeah, I'm going to go Mother Earth on you. Because, oh, to me, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I want to say a vast majority of the citizens just want to live in peace. Mm-hmm. Just want to live in harmony. I want to be able to let my kids go to school. They come back, not get shot up. Yeah. I don't, like, you know, a fight may happen, but yeah. who? My kid lives from that. I want to travel the world. I don't want to beef with anybody. I think that's what the citizens would like. But... We don't really have that much power. And I'm doing quotes, you can't see it, but I'm doing echoes when I say power to dictate what happens. Yeah. So when you do see situations like that, back to Trump, like, yo, he was trying to take care of home first. And 100%. Then, yeah, and then worry about the rest of the world. So sometimes I'm, I'm often conflicted, like, okay, you want to get him $12 billion, but you know, it's kids yeah. in major cities who don't have access to clean water. They keep saying, they keep saying, I got to help them out so the American people in the future could be good. So we could be good in the future, right? The reason that gas price is so high is because Russia did went to Ukraine, right? That's the reason. That's what they're saying. All right, so I'm not... It a, doesn't make sense to me. I'm not a math major. I'm not a you this podcast over real life. But I did read an article where I might I might get this, this messed up. It was either we get 200, we import 200,000 gallons of barrels of gas from Russia. Or for like per day or per year, one of the two. Look it up, people. Just look it up. But we also get eight million from other places. So why is gas rising up here when, we, when it's like minimal? U.S. only gets like ten percent from um, from Russia, yeah. or less than that. So so help me understand it. If we get ten percent, and we're not getting it from you no more. Or other people say, look, I know you can't get this little ten percent. But look, we going we going to rack these prices up. If we were in Europe, if we were if we was in Europe, it would make sense because Europe, I think Europe gets like fifty percent or sixty percent of their oil yeah. and, and energy from Russia. But it don't uh, make sense. It, right? it, it don't make sense. It don't make sense. So we just gonna see everything just go up. Yeah, but it's it's not over yet. Like gas will be the first one affected. Food is next. No, to, to say say what you said earlier off mic about uh, what they're trying to do. I don't think you're gonna get canceled. You said the the the, uh, the reason the reason behind this was they was trying to uh, disrupt disrupt. What is it disrupt? You said they was trying to shake up shake up the economy. You said too much people was making too much money. The PPP loans went crazy, <laughs> and they tried to get their money back somehow, <laughs> some way. They gotta start with the gas, then they gotta go next to 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 to, to, to food. It's like. They gave out too. They gave out way too much money. Inflation's at nine percent. So again, it's just my opinion. I feel as though with the boom of social media, it let 
Social media gave some legitimate knowledge to the everyday person. It lets you know how to start a business, how to create this LLC, how to hide some of your money, some of the tax break requirements that you don't get from these corporations, right? Mm -hmm. Lobbies, right? So you don't get that. So like, yeah, to offset this, because people are getting too much money now. Like, the wealth gap isn't closing, but listen, if they keep letting minorities come up, it's going to kind of equal out and it's going to level us out with the even playing field. So what can we do now to disrupt this stuff? Like, let's start with this gas. Gas is going to go, all right, what's next effective? Because these are few when a transportation company is going to say, hey, man, look, man, to bring this from California to Philadelphia, I know you're charging 5000 but now it's going to be 15000 And I guess we're going to pay for that, the consumer. So it's like all, like the more the more money that you get, I got I have to kind of offset it. And this is just my opinion. So I think, you know, that plays a little part into it because we get too much money. I feel, I feel like, though, Everyone is affected by it, though. It's not like the rich are paying cheaper in gas. It's not like they go to the me, gas pump right, and so it's three dollars. Let me ask you a question, right? Mm-hmm. If I have, let's just say I have 200 k sitting in the bank, mm-hmm. chilling. I, mean, I got investments going everywhere else. Or maybe I get maybe two hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I care about gas prices going up. I don't like it <laughs> because there's more money coming out of my pocket. But I right can. now, do you care about gas prices going up? Me personally? Yeah, you personally. Absolutely not. Hey, I, I, we, you still going to put gas in your car? I have to. Hey, exactly. Yeah, but it's not affecting me like it's affecting somebody that's working like a minimum wage job. Okay. Who has a car. Okay. So, like, you telling me if I go, and this is not no shade to anybody, but just using this example, let's say people at McDonald's make $12 yeah. out because I've seen it, right? So for me to get to work to fill up my car normally with forty dollars a week, I can manage that. But now you tell me I gotta work two shifts basically to fill my car, my gas tank up, just to get to work. All right, let's be real now. Let's be real. All right, we talking about. So when 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 does the person when is the person accountable for for what's going on for their money situation? Like, how old are you working at McDonald's making twelve dollars an hour? 16, I can understand, 17, 25, 26, you're not making $12 an hour, come on. Why not? You haven't seen a, somebody look 26 or him, No, you haven't I don't, seen no, somebody? no, no, I'm not saying that they're, I'm, I, I'm saying they're not making $12 an hour. That's, you said $12 at McDonald's? Yeah, I seen, I drove past a McDonald's, I went to McDonald's today, said now hiring, starting at $12 an hour <laughs> every shift. This is today. Today, what's today's date? The 9th of March? Yeah, 10th. The 10th? So yeah. let's talk about Target. Target has just now said we're going to start paying people that work in our warehouse $25 an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, depending on where you're at, $25 an hour might not even be a livable wage. Yeah. And I, you can budget to the best of your ability, but if gas prices keep going up, food keep going up, my wage not going up, then what? So, so, so what do you think for the people then? Like, for... for for the for for everyone, right? It doesn't. Everybody's gonna look at it differently, right? So, mm-hmm. gas in a sense, right? If gas goes up, you said you was paying forty dollars before. If gas goes up twenty five percent, now you paying an extra ten dollars in gas. So now it went from forty to fifty, uh-huh. fifty, right? And then that's the extra ten dollars every week. But so when you when you break it down to, to percentages, right? It, if it's forty, but if you if it's twenty five percent and you got a 
it takes a hundred dollars to fill up your car a week. Now we talking. Okay, now it's one twenty five. It's an extra twenty five dollars in my yeah, tank that I got put in. It's killing me. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it's killing me. Like, I don't know PJ Tucker personally, but before I came here, he posted, and then he got like fifteen dollars. He got fifteen dollars of gas. It was two hundred twenty two dollars, and he was like, "Yo, uh, Jimmy Butler, let me get one of them electronic cars you got. You got ten of them. Like, yeah, everybody's gonna fill it." Regardless of how much money you have, it's an inconvenience yeah. to pay this type of money for gas. And I don't think it's ever going to go back down mm-hmm. because the businesses are making money. We live in a capitalist society. Mm-hmm. So if I'm making money, yeah, I care. Yeah. No, you, you need to get to work. $7. It's, it's like they te- it's like they testing everything, right? It's like they shut It's like they shut everything down, right? It's uh-huh. like they shut everything down and see, like, yo, what could we do? Like... Yo, we gonna mess with this. We gonna mess with that. Let me see what they gonna allow us to do. Yeah. Right, gas goes up as soon as all the mandates go off. Yeah, as soon as no mask, everything's open back we up. We gotta make that money back that we missed. Damn, we gotta make that money back somehow, some way. Now it's unfortunate. I do think it's gonna happen. I just thought about that, yo. I just like it just clicked for me. Like gas going up as soon as all the mask mandates. Yeah. I have to make that money back. You know, typically, this normal stuff. Gas typically rises when? In the summertime. Yeah. When the warmer months. Mm-hmm. Why is that? People are traveling more. They want to be outside. They want to go places. Typically, gas goes down in the wintertime. Where's everybody at? Majority of folks are in their houses. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, we done missed too much money. Let's get it back in blood. <laughs> Two, Let's get it back years, in blood. Them flights going up. You know, that fuel price for the yeah. flights going even, up. So here's the crazy part, right? Mm-hmm. Even though what we, what we didn't have two to three years ago, you didn't have the opportunity to book a flight and pay on it later, right? Now through a firm, you can book a flight through a company anywhere, mm-hmm. and you can take the flight today and pay it off in three payments. For real? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, a firm, a firm. Yeah, you can uh-huh. do that. So I think even Carlana, if mm-hmm. I'm pronouncing it correctly, but they have they give you the opportunity. You like it's only twelve dollars of yeah. interest, but guess what? I know people are gonna travel more because now the opportunity is there for you to pay it off. Yeah. I think I took a trip, and I think I just made my last payment. I'm, I booked the trip December twentieth. Uh huh. Made my last payment. So you're giving access to people, but I'm going to make this money back some way, somehow. That's what travel agents was doing anyway, though. Like, doing doing payment plans on on, on trips. That's correct. Yeah, but you couldn't you couldn't take your trip without being paid in full. Yeah. I took a trip. Oh, you took December, the trip already? Yes, I took the trip December 21st. I booked the stuff December 20th. I took the trip December 21st. Oh, wow. And I just paid it off. You didn't have that opportunity. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. So now it's a, we got to figure out different ways to get this money back that we missed out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flights were like $14, $20. And they hitting with the taxes on the cash app. on the Yo. Taxes on the cash app. I'm afraid with my, and I, I didn't read too much into it. So I'm like, I don't really utilize cash app that much. But now I looked at it, I just cashed at one of my folks a thousand dollars. Boom, tax. Boom. Like, why do I have to pay? Do I have to pay taxes on that? You got to dig deeper into it. It's not a business; it was a loan. It's my folks. Yeah. But you know, they want to monitor everything you do. I I I seen it say. Sorry for cut you off. I seen it say that um, if you got the business thing set up on your cash app. Yeah, or you say like uh, purchase like this for a service. Oh yeah. I, I'm not sure. You know? <laughs> Don't cash at me nothing. I, if you need it, I'll come pick it up. You can, come, you can get it. I don't want to do that. But it's like moving into a cashless society. Uh, so let's go back to Russia real quick. 
Visa, Apple Pay, Mastercard, Google, was it Google Pay? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Said they all cut things. Uh, they cut all access to cash off. So at first when I seen them, like that's real weird. Like from Russia, right? From Russia. So I thought it was real, real weird, but I thought it was real more interesting that how can you just do this? This isn't actually my money. Like, you, you loaned me this if it was on my credit card. You said I was good for it, but now you cut it off. But as I dug a little deeper into it, it's not that they cut it off completely. You just can't purchase anything outside of Russia with the funds. So like you know, if Amazon didn't have a hub there, you couldn't order anything off of Amazon. So that's what they did. But think about it just happening like one day you wake up and like yeah your debit card doesn't work and you don't have any cash what happens then there's nothing you can do there's nothing you can do but it shows you that moving to a cashless a true cashless society is harmful like everything that's a convenience for us hurts us in the long run like everybody oh direct deposit is such a great thing yes it alleviates you from going to the bank but how many bank tells lost their job easy pass Yes, you can get, you save three minutes for your trip to Miami mm-hmm. by this keep going zoom by. But how many of those people lost their jobs? Everything that's a convenience kind of hurts us in the long run. It only benefits the person in charge of that company um, because now, like, there's, there's one less job I have to worry about. But at the same time, too, a lot of people, I think they said in the last year, like, a lot of people opened up their own businesses. Yeah, they had to. Yeah, you had no choice. I, I, I have to figure this out. My, mm-hmm. I lost my job. So what's yeah. next for me? That's like, true. Think about somebody who's been doing something for the last 15 years. Like, I've been a teller at uh, Wells Fargo for mm-hmm. the last 15 years. It's all I ever wanted to be in my life. I had no more mm-hmm. aspirations. I make the most because I've been here the longest. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to listen people off. you the highest. You're the highest, You're paid, the highest teller. paid teller. Get up out of here. Dang. I have to do something because my livelihood, my livelihood is on the line. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, people made businesses, but let's talk about some of the businesses that fell. There's no, a bunch of them. Yeah, it's a bunch of them. It's a bunch of them. A people, bunch of- people went out, drained their 401k, mm-hmm. and said, let me make this move because I bet on myself, which I love. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it don't work out. So what's next for you? Everybody's not built 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 to uh, run a business, start a business, do a business. Like it, it it comes with some bumps. It comes with some bruises. That's like some days you look at like yo, should I put in an app for something right now? Mm-hmm. Like when I think of like bro, there's been times when I like like that Nipsey song. That Nipsey, I think it was like Perfect Ten. He was like, yo, I went through every emotion, every emotion to get to where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. I play that, yo, and I could cry less to that because it's like, yo, you really go through every single emotion. Like, yo, is this worth it? Like, 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 and... You start to think to yourself, like you said, is it worth it? Mm -hmm. How long can I last in this game? Mm -hmm. And think about it, you have two daughters. Yeah. Like, they can't go without. Yeah. So eventually you got to pivot, like, all right, I know this, if this works, and you can check off every box, if this works, I'm setting myself up and I'm setting my daughters up. But if this don't work, now I'm operating in a deficit. Yeah. And now I got to figure out another way to make this back. So yeah. do you go to McDonald's and make that $12 an hour? You have to do something now. You've been fortunate enough mm-hmm. to have different, uh, hold different positions at different companies where mm-hmm. your resume is probably uh, astounding when somebody looks at it like, oh, he's so versatile, he can do A, B, C, and D. 
But for somebody who don't have all that, mm-hmm. that person that worked as a tough for 15 years, lost their job, created their own business, and watched that go underwater, and now they're jumping into the industry again. And yeah, that a forty a job paying at forty thousand dollars might not be enough for them. I I recommend anyone in a situation where they lose their job, they get into a business and they feel like business is not for them. Is just getting the sales. Like I know you want to get into somewhere where somebody tells you what to do, but if you get with a good company that that teach you how to sell, you can do anything in the world. I feel you, but can I stop you? Most companies don't want what. They what? want somebody with experience. They don't want a novice. Because right now, because the world is opening back up, guess what mm-hmm. I don't have time to do? I don't have time to hold your hand. It depends on where you go. I'm not I'm not I'm not out there, but I'm saying like, yo, you could get a job at a car dealership selling cars or something like that. You could get a you could like sales it depends on the type of sales, right? Tell telemarketing, I did telemarketing before. They they hire anybody. <laughs> so you know I talk on the phone. Right, I get what you're saying though. That that with the timing, you 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 don't have the time. Like these companies don't have the time to teach and train you. They don't have the same capabilities that they once had because everybody's leaving or everyone's working at home. Right. Yeah. So, so that 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 does play 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 a good play a good part in it. Like exactly. a, a major 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 part. And then when you look at something like you know we joke about it on Instagram and Twitter all day. Like it is must have a master's degree, uh-huh. must have seven years of experience, starting to pay $18 hour. Yo, you know it's crazy, yo? My man, he ain't graduated, but he was putting on his... Bro, how many times I, How many times a job asks you for your degree during the interview? Just once. They ask for your degree? Yep. For my transcript, I was working at this uh, residential facility. Uh-huh. That was the only time I've ever been asked to produce a degree or a transcript. I never, no one never asked ever from all the interviews to see my degree. So, uh, there's two examples uh, that I can utilize. I can't recall, but you can look it up again on Google. There was a woman, and she lied on her resume and said she graduated from one of these schools and she held a master's degree. Mm-hmm. She was a company 22 years. For real? They asked her for her degree. She couldn't produce it. She got it. They got her a body. It was a principal, but it was worth it though. Twenty, she was it there was for twenty-two it. years. It was worth it, but look how that looks for you in the industry, especially if you come from a small industry. Everybody knows you. I don't want to take the risk to hire you. Me being who I am, I probably would because you've been working for twenty-two years. You have a wealth of knowledge. Fuck your degree. Yeah, what does it mean? But you lie. <laughs> no. But no, people that, take that. It's an offense. You lied on your application. I, I don't when you sign it, I believe some of them say. Everything you put in here is the yeah. Truth. Everything you put in here is the truth. That's so true. let me, but yeah. again, business. Yeah. Now, if I'm if I'm the CEO of the company, right, mm-hmm. and I'm paying you, let's say we paying her two fifty. Mm-hmm. She lied on her resume. <laughs> I can go get another person, uh-huh. probably like seven years of experience, at one seventy five, and you got to go. Mm-hmm. It's a business decision. Business decision. A young a person from my team found another job and it's bonus time right mm-hmm. so I figured I would reallocate her bonus to the other people with my staff why why because now like they're doing more work because we're short so what I'm, is her bonus you said yeah oh she's when she left the company she was no longer entitled oh uh, okay, okay 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 gotcha. so I can reallocate those funds mm-hmm. I sent that over finance and me back like you know, I see what you did here nah Cannon 
take some of that money back. Put the business first. Wait, what? For real? So let's say her she was entitled to fifteen thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, Hey, I'm gonna give You gonna fifty percent. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm uh-huh. gonna give thirty to this person, twenty to this person, uh-huh. and we're gonna keep we gonna keep the rest. I uh-huh. finance it now. We're not doing that. They just don't know bonus doesn't exist now. No, bonus don't exist. You can give them some of it. But that thirty percent make it fifteen, that twenty percent make it ten. Wow. You know, save us some money. So like <laughs> <laughs> Business is an ill place, bro. So it's it's crazy how uh how some people mess up their business though, right? I'm talking about this this probably the one of the funniest things that, that I seen in a long time when with the uh the Calvin Ridley situation that we was talking about earlier. <laughs> so people that don't know, Calvin Ridley is a uh is a number one top Wide receiver of the Atlanta Falcons, correct. And he's uh he's due like he's he's really a top wide receiver. The Falcons put all their money on him. They traded away their best wide receiver. They let him go, and they put all the money on him. And he put all the money on the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> so not all the money. So he put he bet on three separate occasions. For, I think for the total of fifteen thousand dollars. No, fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. And the total payout was going to be like $22,000. Now, he wasn't playing in these games, but he was always betting for his team to win. If you're familiar with sports betting, you cannot bet on yourself or on your team regardless. <coughs> it's like insider trading. That's how yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah. So, he bet fifteen to make 22000 but he got caught, and now he lost $11 million. You know how he got caught, though? They say he got caught because... Um, since since all these companies are in cahoots with the NFL, right? Yeah. Since everything's legal, they just went through the names. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. Oh, is this connected to? Yeah. Does know. your social is this your social the same as? <laughs> now here's the crazy part about that. I know uh, Kyle, he, if he got a girlfriend, a wife, maybe go go put fifteen hundred dollars on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gonna win this weekend. Like you, he could have did that. It just doesn't make any sense to me that like you. That you took that risk, bro. Like you ain't have nobody in your camp that you can trust with fifteen hundred to bring you back twenty two k. Like what? What was he thinking? What, what was he really thinking? Yo, he was thinking, oh, look, I'm about to get this off. Like I know what we gonna do this weekend. I have the game plan. Uh huh. My man gonna have at least sixty yards in the first half, so I'm gonna take him sixty five plus. We playing Detroit Lions. They trash. I'm gonna take us to win that game by at least three. He tweeted out, "I bet fifteen hundred. I only bet fifteen hundred. Yeah, but you know that that goes to show you people just don't be thinking, bro. Like your name is Calvin Ridley. I'm pretty sure we can Google Calvin Ridley now, yes. and probably three hundred people pop up. He was injured though. He was injured. He wasn't playing in the games. It don't matter. Now listen, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. If I'm playing football, I'm in the NFL, and I know my capability. I might bet on myself. I don't see nothing wrong with it. But again, it's the inside thing. Like you yeah. have the game plan." If you know that the first three plays or the first ten plays are drawn up specifically for you, that's that's the game plan. Yo, we gonna run these ten ten plays. You're the first option on all ten of them, bro. So you gonna bet I'm I, ten catches, one hundred yards plus. Yeah. Easy. Who's who who's who's guarding me? I'm the opposite one. I'm out here. What you talking about? What you mean? Yes, I'm betting on myself. Like it, it's just it's simple. It, mm-hmm. But you know what? It's human nature. To want to make more money, so like yeah, I'm gonna bet on myself. It didn't make sense. I'm pretty sure if he had the opportunity to do it again, 
He probably would. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, it's a no-brainer. Like, I'm just going to bet on my team to win. I don't see nothing wrong with it. But, I mean, hey, man. Yeah, he, did, he did tweet out, like, yo. It's only 15. Yeah, I only bet 15. No three games. I wasn't playing. I was bored at the crib. I mean, needed something to do. But listen, bro, you could have gave, you could have said he lost, But he lost $11 million. They suspended oh, he, him for the year. Trust me, he probably lost more than that endorsement. Yeah. He's coming down. Um, but, you know, for now, I mean, he might as well work for FanDuel. Like, <laughs> you know, bet on he these games. Bet all you yeah, want. Bet all you he want. You know, holler at your no. mans. No, nah, he probably good. still can't bet now because he's still part of the team. He's suspended, but he can't. He can't bet. Well, well listen, when, I, when I'm not at work, I can do whatever I want to do. <laughs> Whether I'm suspended or I got PTO. He got to put it in somebody else's name. He should have. Yeah. Like, but that, you know what? That, that kind of looked to me. It kind of was like you don't have nobody in your circle that you can trust mm-hmm. with this information. Because if I had, if I was in the uh, league and I was doing that, I, yo, yo, be, yo, put these bets in for mm-hmm. me. Like, I've been out of, never mind, I ain't going to say that. But I done hit my man up like, yo, I think these some good picks. Yeah. And yeah, I might be in a state where you can't bet, but yo, like you think this is good, yo, put them in. Mm-hmm. You know, put put fifteen dollars on my ticket with your ticket too, because <laughs> it makes sense. But like, I feel like when you make bad decisions like that, you don't have anybody that one you're open to. Like, yo, I'm about to do this. Like, yo, dude, that's a dumb ass move. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, cause if some if he would have called me, like, yo, I'm about to bet. I'm like, yo, you sure you can do that? You know what happened to Pete Rose? He was betting on his team to win too, and that was when gambling was illegal. Yeah. But now it's legal. My, my, I don't think you should do that, my G. They like, said they got signs. I got, I got. I don't know if this is true, but I was watching something. They said they got signs everywhere in the in the damn thing because now that is legal in a lot in a lot of places. It's like they got it in the locker room. Like, yo, don't bet or some something like that. The NBA had a policy after Gilbert Arenas pulled them guns out, saying no more gambling. Oh I'm yeah, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure that dudes in the NBA still gamble, but. What we don't know gonna hurt us. So, Calvin, if you ever hear this, hear this pot, yo, I mean, he ain't think he ain't nothing was gonna happen. Yeah, you tap tap one of your homies. Tap your <laughs> Get eighteen year old nephew or niece. They need some money for college. You know they gonna keep it on low because evidently the app told on you when you went out of state. But you yeah. know, he 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 ain't know that was coming at all. But it's you know we we make. We make bad decisions every day, but that's a decision you shouldn't make. Because I'm pretty sure they had somebody say, look, yo, y'all cannot gamble. Yeah. Like, at them symposiums and, like, the memo that went out, yo, y'all can't gamble. For sure. Why well, do it? Like, was the risk worth the reward? You was going to win $22,000. But then you out $11 million. At least. At least at $11 the, million. Yeah, at the very least. And I don't know how this shit is structured. Like, yo, do you owe your agent now? Because the agent was expecting money that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about the people that you feed? Like, if you got people on your payroll, now what? Now we're going back to business decisions. Mm-hmm. Yo, I lost $11 million, so this little 50 racks that I was giving you to for you to come clean up my cars and do all this, I don't need that this year. I got time. I'm going to do it. It's yeah, a domino change, effect. Change you're, not th- yeah, you're not thinking about the people that you're affecting by doing this. You're thinking about yourself, which is fine, but this was a dumbass decision. Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred to make twenty two K? Did he win though? Hell no, he ain't winning. Hell no. I'm pretty sure the games that he bets on them when they lost, okay? It's a horrible team. It's a horrible team, but you know, you uh play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I like I like the Broncos this year. To win it. Oh with Russ being there? Yeah. 
I said, man, you gotta play the game. One thing I found out from playing sports and watching sports, you gotta play the game. Like you, anything can happen. Yo, we gotta check it up. You don't want to play. We got, we got to check it up. Yo. Yeah, I, I, you've been saying this yo, for the longest, bro. Check it up. This not what you want to do. Like yo, this, I, this. Got, I got the Y membership. That's fine. It's down the street. <laughs> yo, it's, it's it's close to you. Hey, yo, don't let nobody know I live there. This shit might go boom the next day. They might start googling a while. Like, all right, where you from? No, B. We not. You might have. Might have. Top stamp boy. You might have to take this one out. You know, flag this. But no, we can hoop. I mean, I don't be hooping that much, but be um, this ain't really what you want to do. You know, there's a league. There's a league. I'm trying, uh, uh, like an old head league. Like we old heads now. So B, like, you're yeah. you're at least 32, bro. Nothing about you is an old head league ish. You shouldn't be looking for the 40 and over league, <laughs> nigga. You can still play I PSL. Cook, I could cook them though if they 40 and up. <sighs> yeah, LeBron have. 37. LeBron still be hooping, so LeBron might be some spends hoopers. at least a million dollars on his body. Every yeah, year, so yeah. I don't think you there yet. They, they, like, <laughs> you, you know, to say you like LeBron, but no, them niggas be cooking in the, in the forty over league. Oh, they do. Me. Yeah, they not slouches, bro. Yeah, it's niggas that really love this game that want to play forever. So yeah, check that out before you sign yourself up for that. Cause I played in the PSL league down on Kelly Drive, and like that shit was popping. It was competitive. Uh, shout out to Booge, you know, he was on our team. Mm-hmm. He held it down for us. Uh, nobody know who Booge is. He went to you. Where did he go? He went to UMass and then he went to Temple. So, like, you know, he played in my squad and you know, brought that chip on. Sound like you was getting cooked out there. Nah, man, that's my cousin. So, you know, we had a whole family team. It was like a close network. So. That don't mean you wasn't getting cooked. No, nah, I don't get cooked. I do the cooking, you know. Three point specialist. I mean, <laughs> Sixes, hit me up if you need me. I know y'all just let uh, Steph go. Feel like y'all gonna need some help. I, mean, I can't play no defense, but, you know, I got you. Nah, this was, this was good, though. This was, uh, this was good. We got to come back and do it again. Yeah, I think so. I think it was good. We got to put it out there and see what the people say. And, you know, we just got, we're going to get better with time. This is our first one. Like, we speak on the phone, and we're a lot more free on, on the phone sometimes. But the, with the platform, I feel like you kind of have to watch what you say, right? Because you don't want to offend anybody. We do live in cancel culture, but I don't think I, I work anywhere where uh-huh. canceling is okay. Uh-huh. We're like, oh, call this job. I didn't say anything today. <laughs> but, you know. Outside of this, we can definitely come back. We run it back, man. Yeah, yeah. So I appreciate you guys for listening. Check us out. Now you want to give your uh, your Instagram? Absolutely not. Psychdog is now N E four L's and two underscores. Follow me. Um, I think Instagram work where you can send me a message first. Send me a message that you listen to the pod, <laughs> and then I'll accept you because. Well, Instagram, I was going to let random people follow me because as soon as you let a random person follow you, you get the DM like, hey, you want to get some Forex trading? Yeah, for, it's Forex, or they uh, or they send you um, what, they, what they've been sending out, Cash App. I've been getting Yo, a lot of Cash App. So real quick before we go, so Shorty's DMing me, I think we went to like high school, no, like middle school together. So, mm-hmm. so like, we should be just holding like normal conversations. So one night she hit me like, Yo. Um, you think you can cash at me $15? I don't got enough gas in my car to get my daughter to school and me to work. So I'm like, this was like two, three weeks ago. So I'm like, damn. Uh-huh. Shorty, $15 ain't going to get you far. Whatever you stay at. She's like, what you mean? I said, $15 ain't going to get you far. I'm just going to meet you at the pump. I, I'm going to fill your shit up. Shorty ain't hit me back since. You said like, that? Yeah. I need to see. <clears throat> how bad you need this $15? That's crazy. That's you, smart. Yeah. We're not going to play the scam game. I'm not going to send you my cash app, but you're like, on some shit. 
if I fuck if I fuck with you or I know you, and I feel like I can help you, like yeah. yo, fifteen dollars ain't shit yeah. to me. I got you. You might be fucked up. Like I do go out my way to give like you know donate to this uh-huh. and like, give homeless people bread because like you don't know they can really be on their last leg. Like I may give a homeless person five dollars and for all I know that saved somebody from getting robbed that day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but no, surely yeah. If you need that fifteen, DM me again. Um, I'll meet you. I'll meet you at Sonoco or Wawa. Yeah, I'm gonna you meet you at the pump. pump with these gas prices. Yeah, I got you. You uh-huh. needed. You said you needed to get your daughter. I have seven sisters. So I've seen like my sister go through some shit. So I'm like, yo, just in case you really is fucked up, and I got fifteen, I got fifteen dollars on credit. See, no, most people like if that's the case, right? They would just send the bread, like, yo, here's fifteen dollars, like it, because you saying it's not nothing. Yeah, but I need to see how bad you need it. Like, one of my homies, we was tight, and like I hate to have bread come between us. He was like, yo, I'm working for something. Mm-hmm. Can you give me like, like twenty or forty dollars something so I can get back and forth to work? Boom. You my guy. Mm-hmm. Boom. Send the cash out request. He tells me he loses the transpass. So now I get my investigation. So, so my man B worked for uh, Septon. I said, yo, if you work for Septon, you got orientation. Do they give you a transpass? He's like, yeah, they give you a transpass. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, they make sure you get back and forth. So like, he told me he lost his job. Or he got, that's when the shooting happened at Brunali sometime in the summer. And he's like, yo, I lost my job. Can you send me another 40? And I'm like, Damn, bro, you lied to me. You should, should just ask for forty dollars. So like, mm-hmm. we don't communicate anymore. But like, if you messed up and I got it, I got you. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, a, a lot of shit in this world is fucked up. So if you got somebody in your, in your circle that can like help you out, don't dick them over. It be it be people that just be trying to. They don't they don't look at it like that. They just be looking at it like, yo, I'm just trying to get up. Like I just need. Who can I ask? Who's gonna be the easiest person to get over on? And that's cool. Get over one time. Mm-hmm. That's on me. Get over twice. You know, that's on... No, what is it? Get over Fool once. Fool me one time. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. twice. Shame, Shame on me. me. Yeah. But you're not going to get me twice. Yeah, fool. Like, the, the, the money, like, you know, the illest thing, well, one of the illest things, like, uh, from the movie of Bronx Tell, he was right. Like, yo, if you want somebody out of life, give him some money. Because they don't pay you back, you don't have to talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, I got limits. Like, this, this is this is what um, <clears throat> I've seen somebody say, too. I know we were supposed to end it, but... This is what I seen somebody say. He was like, um, somebody called me, right? Me personally, if you call me ask for money, I'm telling you no. Right. I'm I'm not giving I'm not giving nobody money. Family, if it's if it's money, like it, it depends on how much you ask me for, right? If okay. if you ask me for ten dollars, boom, like ten ten let's say ten dollars, right? For five ten dollars. I'm saying I'm giving you five ten dollars, right? Okay. Apple Pay, you Cash App, you whatever you want, <laughs> right? Ten dollars, you don't owe me that, right? We good. I don't care if you if you uh, pay me back or not, right? You can tell me you're gonna pay me back on Friday. That's fine. If I don't get it on Friday, I'm not gonna ask you for it. I don't, I've, I forgot I gave it to you, yeah. right? But the the one guy was like, uh, I was I forget his name, uh, pa- Patrick, Patrick Bay or something like that. So he was saying. If my family calls and asks me for like four thousand, five thousand dollars, right? I tell them, yo, I can't help you, but what I could do is I could give you two hundred dollars. Don't worry about it. Like you don't have to pay me back. I give you two hundred dollars. That's it. I can't give you the five thousand. I give you two hundred. I don't worry about it. You don't gotta pay me back, and that's it. Okay. So that's the way you gotta do it now. It's like me. I say no, but if it's a, it's a certain limit on. on 
on, on, on what, what, what it is, right? Yeah. So if it's somebody, like if it's my family, if it's my family, they ask me for money. If, depending on the amount, I'm going to say no. But if it's like $50 or something like that, I'd be like, all right, here you go. Boom. So for me, it's kind of different. Like I said I got seven sisters and four uh, brothers. Uh, so I remember being like 16, working. Mm-hmm. My, one of my folks hit me like, yo, I just need like $400. Like I'm $400 short on rent. I gave some because I'm like, yo, if you hit me up, and I'm 16 at the time, you older than me. If you hit me up, you could be on your last leg. So like, I'll give it to you for that. Like now, I got people in my family that gamble, like gamble, like heavy. Like if you need money, like for your lights, you need some food. Yo, pull up on me. Meet me at the, meet me at the station. Meet me at the supermarket. I got you. Sometimes just give regular cash, but like I just think, you know, I got, I have it, so I can give it. But I do want my bread back. So like, uh, you know, you got one time to play me though, like, and I got limits. Like, yo, you need five. Like I just told you earlier, I gave my folks like a stat. I got you. I, I bang with you. Like I got love for you. I don't know. I don't even need to know what you need it for. Like I used to ask, like, as long as you ain't going to get no drugs with it to flip it, because that's a bad investment if you don't know what you're doing. But um, if you need it, I got you. But uh, yeah, I got limits on it, and I ain't, I'm not that cool with everybody now. To hit me up, like, I'm not gonna go in a negative. And one of the things that my homie Javon told me, met him in college from Pittsburgh, he's like, "Yo, if you, my dad always told me, if you can loan it out, can you stand to lose it?" That's that's important. Yeah, like, cause you, anything can happen. Like, let's say I give you a stack and you, you get shot, you die, like have a heart attack. Yeah. Like, I'm out of stack. Like, I'm not gonna show up the funeral. Like, yo, bust that wheel down. <laughs> All right, so how much you get? He had a hundred thousand dollars possibly. He owed me a stack, so. Let me get that for Optra. I'm not going to do that, but you know, you just got to be comfortable. Like, are yeah. you okay losing that money? Yeah, so, so that's because that's with me, right? So I, I'm not comfortable with, with creating that that relationship problem, uh-huh. right? So if it's my family, I love my family. If it's somebody we, I'm cool with, I love that person. So it's like, I'm not going to lend you money. And I know the possibility of like, you know, if you ask me for $2,000 and I give you $2,000, and you're a person that, um, that, that, may not be able to give me back that two thousand yeah. dollars in a timely matter or when we it's like that relationship will go sour from there because i don't want to be hounded you for my money like what like i gave it to you out of good faith knowing that i'm gonna get it back you yeah. told me i'm gonna get it back on this day this day comes i don't got it so now it's like now i gotta hit you up now now it's like now it's, it's like a it's, yeah it's like a job yeah. for me to get my two thousand dollars back and i took it out of some somewhere i needed it yeah i feel you I definitely feel you on that, but, you know, for me, it's like, uh, if you don't pay me back, obviously you burn to a bridge, you can't get nothing for me, but I just keep a note on my iPhone, like, yo, who or what, <laughs> and when they spend it, but even, like, if you, if I borrow, if I let somebody borrow some bread, if you dictate the terms of, like, hey, I'm going to borrow $1,000 on Monday, and I'll bring you back two Fridays from now, mm-hmm. if I pay with you, I might tell you, just give me half back, and then in the next, next time you pay, give me another half, because I feel like you're going to come back and ask me to borrow money some more, because, like, you... You needed this thousand dollars for something, mm-hmm. and unless you get like an income tax check or a bonus, you gonna be back where you started at. So give me half, and mm-hmm. give me my other half back then. But you, you gotta be, you really gotta understand who it is actually for this money because, like, like you said, they might look at you like, "We a big. Let me, let me get it." No, fam, I need that back. Yeah, and I'm a bad person to take some money from it. You say you're not gonna pay, but a lot, a lot of times too, right? Even in that case, because I don't want to get to that part where it's like, yo, the money 
created this riff in the, in the friendship or what yeah. not right because that that can be the case but my dad my dad he he was saying this this year is like yo if um if money wasn't the issue like if money if you remove money from the situation would there still be like would y'all still be cool like would y'all yeah. still be and if that's the case it'd be like damn it's like you gotta think about it like if, if if money was removed from it like if you never loaned that person money or if they never lent you back or if they never burned you would y'all still be cool so that just puts it in another perspective not saying that like if somebody gets me for some money I'm gonna be cool with them but it's just like if you had a long lasting relationship like let's say if it's a family member or somebody you're real close with that you had years in a, a, a friendship with or something like that that's just a, a, a another way to think look at it my dad my dad is really he really doesn't he's really not big on money he's really like a money comes and goes like yeah. it's just it's, and it's very true yeah it's not my money it's like God brought it here like it's 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 it's, it's not it's not that serious yeah. money's a tool yeah it is a tool it's a tool to even build or break up this relationship <laughs> when you're looking at it so I mean I feel I feel everything your dad said but you know I mean for me I just be like yo if I can spare it right yeah cause I, I mean fortunately I don't ever remember the lights being off at my house, but I'm pretty sure with them kids, like, you know, my mom made some sacrifices and had to get a loan from one of her friends, so I feel like if I got it, I got you. Mm-hmm. And I think I got some pretty solid relationships. Like, we've been cool since, what, fifth grade? Yeah. So that's, what, years ago. But, like, you hit me up, like, yo, I need, like, $100 or something, like, I got you mm-hmm. if I got it. But I think it all depends where you at and how you feel about it. Like, I feel like hip-hop feels sometimes. Like, the money ain't mine. Like, as long as, as, long as I got, as long as I have money, Food in the refrigerator and my son is straight. I feel like everything else is good. Yeah, but that's the only thing. The only yeah. things I care about. You know, these are the only things I can affect. So as long as that's good, we good. If you burn me out of six hundred dollars, then like you just know when you down on on your last, not to hit this number. Yeah, don't. I'm not the one. Yeah, I'm not the one. But I'm gonna get my money back somehow, some way. Karma, man, you gonna get it back in karma. I will get it back in blood. <laughs> I need that. Alright guys, thanks for thanks for checking out the podcast. Check y'all out next time. Got better business Brian. Now three four L's. Yeah. N E four L's two underscores on on the gram. Alright, guys. Yo. And make sense one hundred percent and everybody knows that. Podcast. You you don't need somebody's attention just to get it. What the heck? Are you recording that?